0: I want to share some super exciting news about something I've been working on for you for 2021. On January 12th, 13th, and 20th, I'll be teaching a free masterclass about the three time management lies that are keeping you from living your best mom life. I'll also be sharing details about my brand new program, Time Boss. You guys, this is going to be super valuable, and I don't want you to miss it. I'll be offering the masterclass on three different days, January 12th, 13th, and 20th at various times. So when you register, just choose one that works best for you. Doors don't open until January 4th, but you can get on the wait list right now by going to youridealmomlife.com slash masterclass. I promise you won't want to miss this. And now for today's episode how to make yourself a priority without the mom guilt. Can I be totally honest? I used to feel like I was full of crap. Outwardly, it seemed like I had a really successful home based business, that I was spending tons of quality time with my kids, and that I was giving my marriage the attention it deserved. Truth, I was working like a dog. If you want to think of work and life as two ends of a seesaw, my tush was firmly planted on the ground on the work side. There were a whole lot of trips to the park and museum I missed, lots of eating in the car, piles of laundry that didn't get done, and more mom fails than I'd care to admit even to myself. I think I sort of hit rock bottom with my mom life when my kids were six and four. They're eight and six now. It was one of those mornings where everything that could go wrong did. By 7.15 a.m., I was ready to pull my hair out. My son, who was the four-year-old at the time, absolutely would not listen to me, which meant we were going to be late getting out the door, and I knew that would snowball into being late getting my daughter to school, which would in turn delay me getting my son to daycare, and then I would be late getting myself to my part-time lawyer job. With every pout, foot stomp, and furrow of the brows, I grew more and more impatient with him until finally I completely lost my temper and yelled at him like a complete maniac. And then, of course, I felt like a total monster, but it worked. Whimpering, he got dressed and we got in the car, but we still didn't get to my daughter's elementary school until the late bell was ringing. She was more anxious than any kindergartner should ever be as we pulled up to the front of the school where they were about to close and lock the front door. Watching my sweet little girl trying to run to the door under the weight of her huge backpack, the very last student still outside the building, crushed me in a way I can't explain to this day. I just felt like I had totally let her down. That's when I lost it. I broke down into hysterical tears in my car in front of my son, who kept murmuring from his car seat, It's okay, mommy. It's okay. Don't cry. It was in that moment I accepted the truth that God was waving in my face. Something had to change with the way I was managing everything on my plate. I constantly felt spread thin. I felt like I wasn't taking care of myself. And I felt like I was always letting someone down on both sides of the seesaw. And don't even get me started on the mom guilt. Do you ever feel that way too? Well, I promise you, there is another way. After that day, I started making some changes. Slowly, in bite-sized chunks, after a lot of trial and improvement, I figured out how to focus on what matters most in life, love, business, and motherhood. I got a grip on my time. I discovered how to be more of what I want to be and do more of what I want to do. And I want that for you. So stick with me for the details on what I've learned and continue to study every single day. But first, let's chat real quick about why this matters. Basically, it matters because you matter. You are the center of your household. And when you experience more presence, patience, and joy, that's going to spill into everything you do. Do you think your relationship with your kids would be better if you had more patience? Do you think your marriage would be even more solid if you felt good about yourself? 100% and don't you want that? Duh, of course you do. So with that in mind, let's dive in. Step number one, stop lying to yourself. Can we moms all band together and just get over the mom guilt thing? For real, mom guilt is a lie. We have been telling ourselves for so long that we actually believe it. But does mom guilt make us better moms? Nope. No, it does? Taking care of yourself. You have to make yourself a priority. It's like that safety training all airlines make you watch when you're about to take off about the unlikely event that the cabin loses pressure. What do they always say? Put your mask on first, then help others. Why? If you aren't functioning at your highest and best, you can't show up for anyone else. Refusing to make time for self-care because you've guilted yourself into believing that every waking moment of your life should be spent on everyone else is not serving you. You will eventually burn out, and you'll probably build up a whole bunch of resentment too. In the airplane example, you might even faint. And then what good are you to anyone, especially your kids? Remember, the only way to show up as the best version of you whether that's with respect to parenting or nurturing your marriage or kicking ass at work, is to take care of yourself. Put yourself at the top of the list. Set aside time to meditate, exercise, read, journal, pray, coupon clip, take a bath, drink a glass of wine, whatever it is for you. Put your mask on first. Want to start fast in 2021? finally learn how to own your day and go after your dreams without the mom guilt? Join me on January 12th, 13th, or 20th for my free masterclass on the three time management lies that are keeping you from living your best mom life. I'll also be sharing details about my brand new program, Time Boss. Doors to register for the free masterclass don't open until January 4th but you can get on the wait list right now by going to youridealmomlife.com slash masterclass. I promise you won't want to miss this. Step two, set boundaries. One thing we need to get straight is that not everything matters equally. This piece of the puzzle is absolutely essential. If you find that you're always saying yes to everything, even when you don't want to, start setting some boundaries right away. No wonder you feel overwhelmed and spread thin. In many ways, motherhood is an act of juggling, juggling the time you spend on your work or business with the time you want to spend on yourself and the time you want to spend with your kiddos and keeping your house clean, your family happily fed, and your laundry done, just to name a few. It can almost feel like you're throwing one ball just high enough into the air to give yourself enough time to catch another ball as it's plummeting to the ground. This is where boundaries come in. To set proper boundaries, you need to get crystal clear on your priorities. The best place I've seen this concept explained is in the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papazan. It's an absolute must read, but I'll try to explain it here. Think of each main area of your life as a ball. Let's say your job is one ball. Your business, if you have a side hustle or you own your own business, is another ball. Your family is another. Your friends and important relationships are Another. Your health is a ball, and your spirituality is another ball. And maybe if you have a hobby or a passion, that could be another ball as well. The key to setting boundaries is understanding which balls are made of rubber and which are made of glass. Family, important relationships, health, and spirituality are glass balls. And when you drop a glass ball, it'll shatter. Sure, you can try to put it back together again, but it'll never be the same So you must set boundaries that protect your glass balls. A rubber ball, on the other hand, will always bounce back up when you drop it. Work and business are rubber balls. Yes, work is important because it, of course, allows us to feed and clothe our families, keep a roof over our heads, and enjoy life with certain luxuries. Work might even be a huge passion of yours. But is there only one way to make a living? Is there only one way to produce income? Nope. That's what makes work a rubber ball. While there are any number of jobs you might have in your lifetime, you only have one body and one soul. And your kids, well, I don't need to tell you twice that there's absolutely no replacing them. Now, within each main glass or rubber ball, there are smaller glass and rubber balls. So for example, at work, there may be items you need to treat as glass balls if you don't want to get fired. On the flip side with your family, there are plenty of items you can treat as rubber balls like cooking every night or volunteering for the PTA bake sale. You get the idea. The point is when we say I don't have time for that, what we're really saying is I choose not to make that a priority. Think about that. I choose not to make that a priority. So when you tell yourself that you don't have time to exercise or that you don't have time to meditate or to journal or whatever the case may be. What you're really saying is, I choose not to make that a priority. Really let that sink in. Once you're crystal clear on your priorities, setting boundaries becomes so much easier. You only really need to set up boundaries to protect those glass balls in your life. If this sounds a little bit difficult or overwhelming... You can start with something as simple as setting a boundary around when you respond to texts, emails, and phone calls so that you're sure you're always present with your family at mealtime. As with any other goal, we always start small. And as you continue to set boundaries with small things, it'll get easier and easier to set them around the big things. Now, a word on going for a goal and quote-unquote sacrificing for a season. Have you ever heard of that expression where it's go time, you have a goal, you really need to get things done. And for a season, you're going to sacrifice some things. I totally understand that reasoning. I just want to remind you about glass balls and rubber balls. Sacrificing for a season never includes sacrificing glass balls. Step number three, speak to yourself the way you would speak to someone you love. Yeah, I know. It's easy to say you're going to make yourself a priority, and it's easy to say you're going to set boundaries. And maybe you've even gone the extra step of putting those promises in your calendar or setting alarms on your phone. But when life happens and you wake up late or get slammed at work, aren't those the first things you choose to ignore? Yep, we've all been there. So how do you actually keep those promises you make to yourself? Well, you start by reminding yourself why all of this matters. Don't forget why it's important for you to make yourself a priority and why you need to protect your glass balls. And as with any goal, to actually make those promises a reality, you've got to start small. My advice? Change the way you set reminders and calendar entries and speak to yourself the way you would speak to someone you love. Make those entries hard to ignore. And what I mean by that is to use language That will make you stop and think twice. My go-to is choose yourself right now and fill in the blank with what I promised myself I'd do. Another really effective one is, hi, beautiful. Take some time right now to fill in the blank with a promise you made to yourself. Use words that will be powerful for you. Remember to speak to yourself the way you would speak to someone you love. I promise you this sounds really simple, but it works. It's really hard to ignore a reminder that's worded that way. How could you not choose yourself in that moment? So next time your alarm goes off, honor it. Keep the promises you make to yourself. Remember why this matters. Doing these three things over and over again will take you from overwhelmed to rocking it in no time. Just stick with it. You've totally got this. And if you want even more juicy and valuable tips like these, don't forget to join the waitlist for my free masterclass on the three time management lies that are keeping you from living your best mom life. Just go to youridealmomlife.com slash masterclass to save your seat. Well, that's a wrap. From the bottom of my heart, I wish you and your family a very, very Merry Christmas. And I'll see you next time on the Love Your Mom Life podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you took something of value from it. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean the world if you would leave a rating or a review. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Your Ideal Mom Life on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode of the Love Your Mom Life podcast.